0: I've sat here and interviewed a lot of designers where they felt about like dressing their dolls and making clothes for their dolls, you know, all that kind of thing. Mm. It sounds like you were quite different when you were a child. Were you remotely interested in fashion or style or anything like that?
1: Just, yeah, when I was a kid, all you wanted to do is play with your friends. Mm. <clears throat> and then when we got a bit older, I didn't know anything about fashion really until, I don't know, four, thirteen, fourteen. 13, 14. But I didn't, like, when you think about what I used to wear, it wasn't, <clears throat> It wasn't like oh, I really want to look like this. It was just kind of just wanted to look like my brother, I suppose, because <laughs> I had an older brother, so I'd always want to wear what he was wearing. Mm. Um, so then, yeah, it was. And the, even then, it wasn't like there was like Versace or there was like Moschino. That was like fashion. You saw around YSL shirts was like fashion. Mm. Maybe like you knew about Stone Island. You know, it was like five o one jeans, a Ben Sherman shirt. Like that was fashion for me. Mm. I didn't know anything about like Dior or like yeah Galliano or like Balenciaga and I didn't have a clue.
0: But was the notion of of style something that you thought about, or the notion of yeah yeah yeah? Talk to me about that.
1: I suppose it was from like your elders. I know there, there was uniforms then as well. Like a smart look was when you're like fourteen or fifteen because you got no money. Was like a fresh pair of Reebok classics, five o one jeans, and uh, my brother's like YSL shirt or. A Ben like literally the one Ben Sherman shot that you like might have got for a wedding.
0: Do you feel like you grew up in quite a closed world in a way where it was like your yeah. community around you was what was inspiring you? You weren't really looking at external things or
1: Yeah, definitely. We didn't know, like we weren't subject like we didn't know but I didn't know about different things. Like I didn't know about alternative music. Everyone around you wore tracksuits, everyone around you like kind of looked the same. Like everyone listened to the same music. Well at least like the yeah, they did. Like, there wasn't it wasn't alternative at all. Because mm. it was in London as well, so like, you grew up in an area, that's another thing, like, you grew up in an area where, you, where we went to primary school with the same people, we went to junior school with the same people, and then you went to secondary school with the same people. Like, you grew up with people for a very long time, so
0: mm. I think
1: it probably would have been even harder for, to break, break out from that.
0: That's really interesting to me, because and you can correct me if I've interpreted it wrong, but one of the things that I always read from your work, not specifically the collections, I think, Often the collections, but also how you, just how your label works and how you sort of conduct yourself. It feels like the sense of being in a group or a gang is very important to you and I feel like that comes across in a lot of your collections There's a real sense of kind of community. Do you think that comes from that upbringing?
1: Maybe, but it's like a a certain type of look, isn't it? Mm. So wouldn't you say there's, there's gangs all over, there's like a Celine gang. There's like a whole bunch of women that look like Celine girls. But, I think but then, like, people never ref- refer to them as, like, gangs or tribes. Like, I hate the word, like, Nasir tribe. Like, mm. as, it, as a consumer, if, if I thought that I was dressing as part of a tribe, I would make a conscious effort to look different to, them, to, to being in a tribe. But no-one wants to be put in a group of people. I don't want to. Like, you kind of, you want to be individual. Like I, I find that really weird when people go, oh, there's a tribe and a gang, I don't know, I don't... People I don't...
0: do it so much for your work. Yeah,
1: it? I don't like what? it. I
0: think maybe it's it's really interesting to me that you say that, because I'd wondered if it was something that you kind of cultivated, you know, by ca- casting certain, like, friends in your shows and that kind of thing, I think.
1: Yeah, mate, but you could say it's a gang. You could say there's, like, gangs of people. Like, you could say, that oh, there's this, like, Nasir tribe, which is what a, a following, like, a fan base, like, people who like your work. Mm. I suppose if if there's like a group of people who who are all into similar things, who are into similar music, into similar style of clothing, like I wouldn't when I said I'm trying to do something, I wouldn't say it's different. I'm yeah trying to do the opposite. Then <sighs> yeah, I wouldn't say I'm trying to do the opposite to that, but I don't know, it's a hard one. Yeah, I don't know what to. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what to say about all of that because I don't think about it like that to be honest.
0: What are you trying to say?
1: That's. The, I don't think I'm trying to say anything. <laughs> I honestly don't. I'm just making clothes that, I, that that I like, that I personally like, that I think if I like, then a lot of other people like. Like, and I say like quite often. Like for ages, there wasn't like brands, there weren't labels do, doing clothes to say like how we what we are doing at the moment. So there was like this there was like this gap like if you wanted to go and buy stuff like you couldn't but you couldn't buy certain clothes because it wasn't available on the market and there wasn't a brand say doing anything with music uh, or like involving music as much as we do or maybe like connecting all those references or connecting all those things that we all like into one into one label there wasn't really anything like that whereas now there's like lots of people doing what is called which is known as streetwear sportswear Mm. which I think is stupid as well. Um, so there's more attention, on like, it. so more people are talking about it, so the subject has opened up, so there's mm. more... Well, there's just more, like... I don't know what the right word is, there's more context to talk about, so... Sure.
0: It's really interesting that you say, you know, the sportswear streetwear thing, you think it's <coughs> stupid, and I think... You know, I've talked to a few people about this, and I think there's a real lack of terminology for describing fashion like what you... It's like just fashion.
1: It's just fashion, isn't it? I think it's just fashion. I think it's kind of rude to call it streetwear. Or sportswear. You don't play sport in it, do you? Like, sportswear's Nike and Adidas or whatever, Reebok. That's sportswear. Streetwear, what are you saying? People wear on the street. Mm. What, but people wear clothes on the street. But I don't understand why they don't just call it fashion. Mm. Like, do you know what I mean? Why don't they just call it fashion? I just think it's belittling to to be honest Mm. i find it quite rude to say it's from the like it's from the street i don't know it's like yeah why don't you just call it fashion why don't you just call it high-end fashion or whatever you want to call it Mm. like it doesn't make sense i think i think maybe it's quite intimidating what a lot of people are doing at the moment so in a way it's like i don't know in in a way it's i i feel like it's it's, put, it's kind of saying this isn't fashion, guys, like the world, this isn't like the media, it's saying this isn't fashion, this is streetwear, it's, don't, don't get confused, don't put it in the same bracket as like fashion. But it's sold in all those, like, it's sold in big boutiques where big brands are sold. So I don't see why you would differentiate it. I don't know, I don't, mm. again, I find that really confusing.
0: Mm. It's interesting, you just said you, you think it's quite intimidating what a lot of people are doing. What do you mean by that?
1: I think it's intimidating because for example like <clears throat> I think a lot of media don't like a lot of journalists don't even know what to write about it mm. they they have no idea what we're referencing they have not a clue like not a clue some do but like a majority I think don't have a clue like what you get straight away is sports where 90s are uh, that's it that's all you, that's what I find like ever it's like like is that is that as far as you can see mm. And especially because we don't give like press releases, for example, like they ha- have even less of a clue what to write about. Because if you think about like what most boy, well, it's, it's bad to generalise, but what most journal- journalists, when I read, are writing about like history of fashion and like the history, like these, like I don't I don't even know what they're talking about. They're conceptualising nothing almost. I'm like, what are you t- what, are, what is that? Like honestly, you read stuff and it just makes no sense at all. <coughs> But then yet they're like coming up with these massive like essays about the collection it's like, really? Like, I don't know, it doesn't work, it doesn't, it doesn't click for me. Mm. So then when you're doing something where they they have no idea about what, what you're actually talking about, they can't actually write anything, I think it's, that's quite intimidating because they don't know what to talk about. They don't know what you've actually done, like, they can't pick up on those little details, they can't pick up on that fabric selection or, or the music. They ain't got a clue, like mm. so that so I th- think that's quite intimidating, and I think it's kind of intimidating as well because, actually, like what we're doing is in a big way taking over. Is not the right the right saying, but it's having a massive impact on on the industry, on sales, on people's direction, like on on what you see big brands now doing. This like street where they and this, you know, that wasn't happening before. All of a sudden, mm. things are shifting. And I think a lot of people don't really know what they're doing, like, don't know what's happening. That's why you see a lot of people all of a sudden start doing those, like, branded tapes or, like, logos everywhere, because they think, that oh, that's... that's sports, but it's, like, personally, it's not about just a sports thing. I think people often, like, miss a lot of... Uh, a lot of reference, a lot of things that I, like... I'm talking about or trying to, like, trying to pick up on, I think a lot of people miss that. Miss that. I like... I look at, actually, quite a lot of old, like, art. I look at a lot of painting. I look at a lot of historical costume, like lots of historical costume, and a lot of like national dress.
0: Let's talk. You, you kept saying before you, you were talking about, you know, what you're making being slightly intimidating in the new terminology, and you said, you know, we. You kept using the, the phrase we, and I'm interested. Like, who do you think who, who do you think are your peers? Who else do you think is doing stuff that is interesting and is intimidating people and is, you know, perhaps changing fashion, high fashion? Oh,
1: there's loads of people like. Good by her, her is like it is amazing. Like what they're doing, there's like people like Kottweiler, What they're doing is really good. Well, there's loads of people that are doing like good things. But uh, there's like Astrid, what she's doing. There's anyone who has like a similar aesthetic to like those us four brands that I've just said. I'm not using them as like the only ones, but anyone who has a similar. That's who I mean. As we, it's a new style. You know, it's like it is a new. It is a new wardrobe.
0: Mm. But do you actually think it's new or do you think it's just it's just real? Because I wonder sometimes if
1: It's new in terms of fashion, I think. Because it was always seen as like it was all well, there's that whole thing of like chav culture which I hate, I absolutely hate. But it was branded as that. And again it was like put down it was put down as in like anyone who wears like Yeah that kind of like clothing, who are into those things. It's like, it was, it was branded as and it was like put down. It is, it is real, but it was, never, yeah, it was never seen as high fashion. It was always working class.
0: Mm. I wanted to ask you if you think that the reason people are kind of relatively um, confused about how to refer to streetwear or sportswear or whatever is because the, I, I wonder if some people in fashion feel that there's like an inherent paradox with like a sweatshirt or tracksuit bottoms being seen as high fashion, because they are so, for want of a better word, in some ways, there's an ease to them, that there's not perhaps to like a you know, perfectly constructed cocktail dress. Do you kind of see that paradox? Do you see why people find that confusing to think of a sweatshirt as like high fashion?
1: Well, our sweatshirt is like 10 times more complicated than a lot of people's like complicated stuff. Like my trousers are more complicated than like a nice fitted pair of trousers. Like. Mm. So what is that? Is that high? Is that basic then? Because it's it's got a few seams in it. Like mm. it's like a bit. Ba- it's like a basic pair of trousers with yeah, like whatever four seams, whatever how many fucking seams it's got. Is that seen as basic? Should I be laughing? Like should I be saying that's not fashion because it's mm. so basic? I don't feel like it's just ru- it's just rude. Honestly, like I just feel like people just want to put it down. Mm. I like, have had some reviews and it's like a, it's a jo- it's like kind of like a joke when I read them mm. where. I don't even want to actually, like, go into that, but...
0: No, tell me, what do, you, do you think that people just... Because I, I often feel it with your work, I've noticed just in some of the reportage around <coughs> it, people don't pick up on the amazing fabrics that you use or the techniques that you're doing and they'll just write about the silhouette as if because it's, like, a tracksuit shape, that's enough, that's all they have to reference. That's all,
1: that, cause that's all they can, that's all they want to see. Do you know what I mean? Like, that is literally all they want to see. They don't know what they're looking at. They don't even know what they're looking at. And I think there's, like, an ignorance as well. Because there is this thing like they do, like talking about that being intimidation. Like people don't know what to do and don't know what to write about it, and so they, in a way, like maybe want to put it down or don't want to give it the justice that I think that maybe it's deserved.
0: What What's the answer to that? Do you think it needs like a new generation of journalists who are going to come up? Do you think? Yeah, it's... you
1: definitely, definitely, you definitely need a new journalists because honestly, I read stuff and I'm like, that, that's just that's just a press release. Or you're just reading. You're just writing that because that's a That's like an advertiser in your magazine or in your newspaper, in on your website or something. Mm. Because it is mad. Like yeah, it is crazy. Like loads of brands do exactly the same thing. Loads of labels, designers do exactly the same thing every season. Change the colour, change the fabric. But you don't like. They don't get. No one says anything. But they're just like, oh, these exquisite fabrics. Oh, and the cut of that really basic leg trouser is so gorgeous like no it's not it's just a pair of trousers in a nice fabric like I don't I just don't get It's yeah there doesn't need to be new writers I think the whole industry needs a a whole shift there needs to be new fashion editors there needs to be new lots of things I think Mm. there's a lot of staleness in the industry I find magazines for example just magazines you might just might as well just call them Ralph Lauren like, might as well not have names anymore. It's just, you open up, it's literally half of it is advertising. Like, I didn't pay that money for advertising. I don't want to look at that. Mm. I want to read about interesting things and see interesting shoots. But they can't even do interesting shoots anymore because, it, because you can't. Like, it's got to fit in with this and you've got to fit these advertisers in. Mm. It's, uh, it's just boring. Like, you don't even, you just end up not even buying. I don't buy magazines anymore. I don't even bother looking at them. Most editorials, I just find really bizarre as well. Like. Just like someone, like, I don't know, sprawled out on the floor with like a random chair next to them and like a tree or something. I'm like, what is. When are you ever gonna find yourself in that position, like in that situation? That's not gonna happen. It's this like really like twee fantasy land. That it's like, that's, that ain't real. That's not real. And it's not fantasy enough either. It's but like... do you
0: not find it frustrating also when high fashion kind of like fetishizes realness? I think we've seen quite a lot of that in the last few years where this idea of like real and like. The street. street.
1: Yeah. Ghetto. That's what I mean. You know, it's like people don't understand. That they just don't thing. understand at all. It's really funny.
0: Do you ever feel like looking at some of your peers, like there's not enough diversity in fashion in terms of background or like, education or
1: Yeah, there isn't really much. But you know, it's easy but saying that, like I didn't go to college, so you don't have to go to college to like be a designer. You don't have to go to college to be anything, really. I think if you want it, you'll just go and do it. Mm. And also, like maybe if that happens, then you know, in desperate times, like people do desperate things, like exciting things. Like people always say, like it will ha- Exciting things will happen.
0: Mm.
1: So yeah, it would be nice to have some a bit more diversity in the people who are surrounded with yeah. well,
0: you. We skipped a bit because I was intrigued by what you were saying, but. Let's go back to when you were young, because you started working at Vidal Sassoon. Tell me about that. Like, did, did you have goals as a child? Down
1: the road. Were, um, were you
0: like try? Were there places you wanted to end up, or did it all happen just kind of like you needed a job? You started working there.
1: No, I just I, I did work experience when I was at school, so when I was like fourteen, and I chose that because the place I did choose before I fell through, and I was left with that.
0: Did that make you want to stay working in a creative environment?
1: Mm, yeah, definitely. I was like, I'm not going to school. <laughs> so I'm not going back to school now. Because <laughs> I, I didn't know what I wanted to do at all, to be honest. I just knew I wasn't going back to school. Mm. I'm not going to live my life being told what to do by other people. Like, Because it's not what... like I've got things that I want to do. I've got things that I like need to make.
0: Where do you want to be? Where do you see yourself going?
1: I'd be happy if we just... I'd be happy if... Um, Maybe if we sold a bit more than what we sell now, if we could have like a, one or two more members of staff, so we're not all doing two people's jobs, I'd be happy, that would be happy, nice. don't want to be like a millionaire, and I don't have like dreams of having like stocks or uh, shops all over the world, and like I don't want to show in Paris, I don't really want to be bought out by a mega, like a mega brand, I don't. Yeah, ambition is to do what I do and freely.